You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. You're listening to Father Randall Kiesel broadcasting live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. It's a great, beautiful day here in southern Minnesota. We've had some awesome interviews and topics here this morning so far, especially focusing on the angel, angels with Oscar Delgado and Father Wolfgang Seitz from Opus Sanctorum Angelorum. Again, we want to promote that movie, St. Michael, St. spelled out. SaintMichaelMovie.com. Go and check that out. I hope you can go see that on Thursday, September 29th, a one-day-only showing. It'll be in the evening uh, at your local theaters. It's showing at hundreds of theaters throughout the United States. We want to have a splash to give devotion to the Holy Angels and ask St. Michael for special help uh, for our time. And now we pivot a little bit from the Angels, and we have a special guest here with us called, his name is Nick Nilsson. Nick is a parishioner uh, here in this area at St. Paul in Zombroda. Uh, Nick, to have great to have you with us here this morning. Thanks for having me on, Father. You're welcome, Nick. And we're going to touch a little bit about your Catholic background, your Catholic family, and your your family business of grocery stores, right? Yep. And you're yep. the, the grocery man in Zambroda, which is yeah. a great thing. It's Everyone always... knows me. <laughs> <laughs> they do. You take care of a lot of people, which is awesome. So before we get into too much of your, your current activities, Nick, tell us a little bit about yourself and your family, and, and which has led you to be where you are today. Yeah, yeah. Um... Well, to start, uh, I come from a big Catholic family. Um, I'm the oldest of seven kids. Um, my parents are still pretty young. They're both 48 still. Yep. Um, all my siblings are in two-year intervals. So I'm 26, my sister's 24, so on and so, so forth. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, my dad's side of the family, so the Nilsons, uh They've been in the grocery business since 1903. Mm-hmm. If I were to go into the business, I'd be the fifth generation. Wow. Um, so you have some experience in food. Yeah, I guess you could say it's in my blood. Um, <laughs> I know my younger brother Isaac wants to go into it too. So I wish all of them did, but a lot of them don't really enjoy it like we do. But yes. Do you have um, another brother who's the manager of a store? Uh, he actually does the meat department in Glenwood City, and he's okay. also doing some uh, support staff stuff as yeah, well. Yes, so you grew up in Wisconsin, right? Yep, Wisconsin yep. across the border. And your your dad operates about how many stores? There's uh, there's ten now. Ten. Wow. So it's truly a, part it's real, ownership or full ownership. It's of, really a family business, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So which is really cool, you know. Um, I've worked for other companies, uh, Festival Foods. Who, they got like, I think it's 33 stores now in Wisconsin. Pretty big operation. Um, they do a nice job, but um, it's not like it's not like Nielsen's or any other family businesses. You know, it's kind of gotten to a point where they started out small and now they're kind of big and I don't want to say corporate, but you know, it kind of is. You know, and there's so many levels to talk to the top guy. Where as you walk into the store, I'm there. Yes, you, right. know, you talk to me, um, I can tell you the same things Jason Nielsen can tell you. My yeah, dad, so. Jason's your dad. Yeah, it's funny. Yep. I'm just one step away from your dad. Your dad's a great guy. I've met him in yep. the story of you. <laughs> it's a lot of fun to interact with you. And one of the things I think uh, I'm curious about, and maybe our listeners are too, so Nick, you know, our, our Lord has blessed you and your family. What, what sort of things do you remember as you grew up, your parents emphasizing in faith? What sort of uh, family faith practices did you have or you things know. that you recall that you hold on to to this day? 
Yeah. Um, well, obviously, um, obeying the commandment of going to church every Sunday. Yes. Um, and holy days as well. Um, what we would do, especially during Lent, we would um, at least one day a week. It might have been two. Um, my mom was kind of the bigger advocate of it. Uh, we'd say the rosary um, once a week. And actually, we tried doing it throughout the year, probably probably not as much as we probably should have, but probably once a month. Mm-hmm. You know, she'd do that. Um, prayers before bed. Now I lay me down to sleep. Yes. Um, guardian angel prayer. Um, praying before each meal. Um what else? Just being involved with the church, you know, fall festivals. Um, you know, my mom's side is all Catholic, so we, you know, yeah, that's yeah. And I and I uh, we'll get into it here a little later. But I had a chance to meet some of your your mom's siblings, and yep. don't you have a relative who's in a religious order now? Yes, yeah. Your my, first cousin. My first cousin. Uh, her name, well, her nun name now is Sister Teresita. Um, her real name is Hillary. Uh, French you and uh, yeah, she's been doing that for I think eight, eight, eight years. Eight years. If she's now, made her so. final profession, or she will be soon. She yeah yeah yeah. And if I, um, I recall, she's in the Carmelite Monastery Car- in Denmark, Wisconsin. Yep, Denmark, Wisconsin, near Green Bay. So I always recommend to people if you go to the Shrine of Our Lady of Good Help near Green Bay, Champion, Wisconsin. You got to see the Carmelite Monastery. It's yeah. beautiful. It's gorgeous. Very it's pretty. new, maybe around twenty, twenty-five years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty new building. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful place to visit, and uh, I encourage people to go see. But your your first cousin's there, and she had a her own kind of vocation story to arrive at that spot. So I encourage our all of our young yep. people to pray. Uh, so Nick, so transitioning a little bit, it, 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 did your dad, as he grew your the business, did he show any signs of how he? Uh, would pray or talk to God or, and talk with your mom, what do we do with this or that? Do you recall any scenes like that or memories? Oh, yeah. Um, well, there was always... So he bought... So he kind of went away from the family business and bought his own store in Baldwin okay. in 2007. And then later joined with my two great uncles in Clear Lake. Um, but uh, he bought the Ellsworth store, I think, in 2010. And I think the thought into it was um you know a tree you know my mom's name is teresa teresa what do you what do you think um i I remember them talking about it and discerning you know and uh you know you gotta you got a big family you gotta put food on the table um and my dad's a very competitive man so Mm -hmm. he uh he saw the opportunity and mom gave him the grace to go and try it. Yep. Um, I remember cleaning it up. Um, it was kind of a messy store to start. <laughs> um, but that was the beautiful thing about the family business is that you're all in it together. Yep. You know, And it really sounds like to me and listening to you over time that there was prayerfulness involved with it. You know, what is, is, yep. is this going to be a blessing for us, Lord? Is this part of your plan? Is this what God's calling me to do? Yes, exactly. And in that case, uh, the community of Ellsworth there, um, my dad and mom both thought it could could be better, a better store, serving the community more, um, being more involved with like the school, um, community events and stuff, and it's really been awesome. You know, Excellent. a couple of awards for you know business of the year in town and stuff like that. Oh, very good. So. Very good. Yep. And so I met you, Nick, here, what, about three, four years ago? And somehow, yep. at, and about that time, it made sense to your dad 
to expand into Minnesota, into Zambroda. And, uh, and then here you came on board shortly after. Can you tell us a little bit about how that made sense to you to end up in Zambroda? <laughs> I, I still don't understand. but uh, Other than uh, it must be God's will, huh? It must be God's will. Um, so I, I don't know. I was working at Festival Foods all throughout college, and I thought, well, maybe I'll stay in La Crosse. And Dad's like, well, I might have a job for you in Zambroda. So during the last semester of senior year, um, I went over for weekends, worked at the Zimbrota store because it was new. Bought it in 2017, actually, the fall of 2017. And uh, so I got to know some people, got to work in the meat department, and liked it. Um, and then I go back and work during the week at festival. So then after school, um, well, this is actually before school ended. I had to decide what I wanted to do, you know, because yeah. I got to make some money and pay the bills and find a place to live and it kind of worked out with my dad that uh that i moved to zimbroda so three days after graduating i moved into my new house which i took a loan out because i found out i had credit <laughs> from student loans <laughs> and my mom and dad helped me with the down payment so i could avoid the you know those fees and stuff but yeah i've paid them back um and now i'm just oh the bank is zimbroda some money so yes and you're working hard you're working hard Try, zimbroda. trying to trying to keep it growing um it's been a great store um and a great community as well i uh i'm very blessed that it worked out this way and now i'm the store manager i started out as just the grocery manager so yes yeah, so your dad started you small and let you grow into it probably yep. with a little plan in his mind but not necessarily a guarantee for you right yep. yeah yeah I, I remember when uh you came to zombrota at least one of my my first years meeting you here a few years ago is that it seemed to me you said something like, you know, one of the things I, I wanted to do was uh, meet the priest right, right away. Is that, yeah, yeah. Come that, and talk was to that, you, was get that to a, know you. Was that a personal strategy you had, or is that something your dad encouraged you to do? How did that make sense to you? My parents, you know, make sure you go get to know the church in town. and um, Yeah, and then I, did we meet in the store, or did I come come to church one time? Uh, it might have been a both end. I don't, I don't remember which I one was first. Either. It was about the same. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they, uh, you know... And obviously, too, you know, it's convenient, you know, living in town, so go to church in town. So Yes, and you come between here and also uh, Zumbroda and also here to Pine Island, mm -hmm. St. Michael, some time to time. And then, so, uh, we're going to go to break here in about a minute, Nick. So, just to, uh, can you talk about a little bit of the blessings you've seen living your faith as part of being uh, the manager at the store, and then we'll go on a break and come back with the same? Yeah, um, well, virtue that I've come to... <laughs> on. You know, I think everyone has a hard time with it is patience. Yes. Um, I have to have a lot of patience in my job. Um, and, yeah, it's really helped me grow uh, in my faith as well. You know, being patient with God's will. What is God calling me to do? Um, you know, I mean, there's so many endless mysteries, you know, in life. and uh, But just keep praying. I've just prayed the whole time. Um and at the time when I first moved to Zimbabwe, I was single, as yes. you know, and I'm sure we'll get that to the next yes, segment. next but, segment. Uh, in fact, um, this might be a good time for us to take that little yeah, break, Nick. Let's take so it. stay with us. Father <laughs> Randall Kazel broadcasting live. We have special guest Nick Nilsson, the grocery manager in Zambroda, sharing his story of faith. Stay with us. We'll have more right after the break. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
like to shop local, but sometimes there are items you can't easily get nearby. The next time you shop online, think of Real Presence Radio. If you use our special link, Real Presence Radio will get a portion of your purchase price on Amazon, and it won't cost you anything additional. Just go to realpresenceradio.com slash smile, and you're all set. You'll be directed to Amazon Smile, where a portion of your purchase price will be donated to Real Presence Radio. It's easy, fast, and doesn't cost you a dime. Find the link at realpresenceradio.com slash smile. Searching for more great Catholic content? Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com. Find Catholic news you can trust, information about events coming up in the local area, and the latest on what's happening at the RPR Network. And don't forget that you can listen to any of our stations around the clock from anywhere in the world. Need prayers for someone or something in your life? You can submit those through our online form for the entire family to pray for. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Online at realpresenceradio.com. This is Father Anthony Craig from the Diocese of Duluth. Being a priest is a great joy in my life, and I love especially the celebration of Holy Mass, where it is the sacrifice of Jesus once again displayed before us, that we are informed by it, and it changes our life. Over time, the grace of the Lord actually gives us joy. And as a priest, to celebrate that sacrament, the sacrament of the Eucharist, for people and to bring God from the altar down to others and to give them the Eucharist is a great joy in my life. And as I distribute communion, I ask the Lord to bless each of the people that come up to receive the host. And I thank God for the great gift of the priesthood, which gradually came to me. It was not all at once, but over time I realized that the Lord was giving me the desire and ability to be a priest and to be a man in Christ, a man of the church, and a man for others. And he eventually showed me that that was the true joy, that where my deep gladness met the world's great need. And that is the essence of a vocation. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. Thank you for staying with us here this morning. We've had a great show. And what a great day God has given us here. We rejoice and give praise to God uh, with the holy angels and all the saints. And we're blessed here to have Nick Nilsson from Zombrota, Minnesota with us. Nick, the grocery store manager of the grocery store in Zombrota. Thanks for being with us, Nick. Thanks again, Father. Yeah, so Nick, we're talking about uh, living our faith in your uh, practice of being a grocery store manager. And it's a family business and a, a Catholic family. And you've had many blessings in Zombrota. It yeah. seems to me from knowing you and, and seeing your, your life evolve there. And uh, can you share a little bit more of some of the blessings? I don't know the grocery store, but in other areas, what, what kind of blessings no. have you had? Yeah. Um, first of all, just to wake up to a new day every day. <laughs> you know, uh, you love life. I know thank that. Thank God that we're able to live another great day. Um, I think one blessing that I had when I you know, first moved to Zimbroda was um, I was living on my own. But then I had this uh, roommate that decided to live with me, too, so I wasn't as lonely in my house because it's kind of intimidating owning a house, and it's empty other than you. Right. <laughs> um, but that roommate turned out to be a good friend, uh, other Christian as well. Um, and uh, there was, like, ways where I was able to, um, you know, we've got, I was like, hey, Ethan, you want to pray before meals and stuff? So mm-hmm. we got the pray to get i had like kind of a little prayer partner mm-hmm. um he wasn't catholic but you know just someone to pray with um and then i guess 
learning how to pray more deeply, um, you know, being alone and stuff. The real world. <laughs> yep. You had to be responsible for your spiritual growth, right? Yep. And, you know, just working on things that I know I can work on, you know, like patience, um, you know, uh, love for God, love for God. And um, I remember one thing, you know, discernment of his will, right? Cause I remember yep, one, one time just, after, you know, some months you're thinking, Lord, trying to think about my vocation. What does yep. God want for me? And wanting to meet the right person. I remember you asked me, father, Hey, yep. can you pray for me? So, uh, you know, I, I think I'm meant to be married. Can I meet the right person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll pray. But then you remember what I answer to you is that I'll pray, but you got to pray too. Yeah, you know, that's like, right. <laughs> can't, can't be one person. Praying. No, it can't be just one. Um, so yeah. you began to pray, right? A lot of, a lot of praying. Yep. So then what happened? Uh, well, I think three years kind of went by <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, you know, whatever, like everyone else, I, Dated a lot of Catholic women, and uh, after about a month or two, I just just wasn't right. You know, mm-hmm. God wasn't calling me to be with that person. Um, sometimes it was hard because the other person felt like it was meant to be, but in my heart, I just knew it wasn't the one. Not the. I yeah, I don't know. It was kind of a big mystery, and then yeah. all of a sudden, I walked into the dental office in Zambroda, and. Uh, Ran into a gal there that's actually the dentist there, and uh, I was sitting in the chair, and she started shaking, shaking in my mouth, like with the the sharp thing and the mirror thing, you know, and you got your yes. eyes closed, lights on you, just looking at mouth. I've never had a cavity before, and um, I just happened to peek twice, and she was like shaking, like I mean, like you could totally tell, and yeah. I almost wanted to be like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> never said anything, and. Uh, long story short, uh, I called her the next day and, uh, cause the, the gal that was, uh, my hygienist, I said at the end of the deal, you know, um, that Ashley, her name's Ashley, that Ashley gal was shaking. Does she normally do that? Like dentists usually have a steady hand. <laughs> so you right? asked that. And yeah, I did. And, and it, the gal's name was Ariel and Ariel says, uh, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I think I made her nervous. I told her you were single. And the only way she found that out was because she was eight months pregnant, This air, the hygienist gal. And I asked her, when are you expecting all that? Congratulations. And she says, well, how many kids do you have? And I said, oh, I don't, I don't have any. I can't find the right lady, you know. And so from there, she kind of figured I was single and wrote on a piece of paper behind my head that I was single. And that's what caused <laughs> Ashley to shake. And fast forward 10 months, and I'm married to Ashley. Wow. So praise God. Yeah, praise, praise God. God. <laughs> Many blessings. I remember when you came to talk and you said, Father, I think I met the right one. Yep. And uh, a happiness and how God provided. You know, so you saw God in that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, and I, I don't know why I called. I just kind of had the, a feeling, you know, maybe guardian it was the Holy angel. Spirit yeah. guiding me, yeah. a guardian angel playing a role as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah, so. um, but there were some challenges along the way as well. Oh, um, sure. You know, she she wasn't Catholic. Um, she was Lutheran. And, uh, you know, being Catholic's very important to me. Um, I think it's the truth. And uh, so how did Ashley take that? So what was, what she, was her interior process she, and all that? Um, her family's very faithful, too. Um, but she 
kind of like what we talked when we talked the one time, you know, I think I might re- met the right one. She's not Catholic. What do I do to kind of not force anything on her? But, right. and it was just being that role model. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we sit and eat, Hey, Ashley, can we pray? This is what I say when I pray, you know, before I eat, um, same prayers before, you know, at the end of a date or something. And, uh, she saw, I'm sure the Holy Spirit, you know, <laughs> I I had a light and she saw it in me and uh, and wanted uh, to be a part of that, I guess. So yes, and so then uh, my part in there is then you you came, you you both said, Father, will you prepare us for marriage? And then along with that, it's a happy surprise. You know, Ashley said, Father, can I study to become yeah. Catholic? How do I do that? Yeah. That was very, yeah, on her own, yep. Um, she just kind of one day came up to me and just said, uh, you know, Nick, I I would like to be Catholic. And I think I had a conversation with her. I said, hey, it would, you know, it's important to me, and I think it would be important for our family to, you know, um, be one faith. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents were actually, uh, my dad was Lutheran, mom was Catholic. Uh, my dad didn't convert to Catholicism until probably I was like, four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of stressful on their marriage, I guess. I, I don't really remember, but I remember mom telling me after the fact and, and, uh, it's the best decision he ever made. And I had a good, um, person to talk to about, you know, Hey dad, what did you experience when you did this? Like what made you want to be Catholic? And, uh, I have so many blessings with that. Mm-hmm. So that helped me along the way with, um, my wife. So, Amen. We got about 45 seconds left before we go on a break here and send yeah. it back to Fargo for a minute or two. And so, Nick, what would you say is, uh, um, now you were married then here just last month. What has been yep. one of the blessings of, of marriage so far? Just one thing. Just one thing. <laughs> um, I think the love that we have mm-hmm. for God first and, and then for each other. Um, and it grows every day. And that's the beauty of it. And, uh, yeah, I, I guess you can see the smile on my face right now. Oh, yeah, I can see that. And uh, <laughs> it just keeps getting better and better. Um, we're very excited to live this life together and and see uh, see what we can do for God. Amen, so, Nick. Amen. And we'll come right back after the break, so stay with us, Nick. And yeah. I'm going to send it back up to you, Rachel, and Fargo to take it away. On Tuesday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central Time, join us for a special broadcast of Real Presence Live featuring priests and bishops from around our listening area as they prepare for the installation of Bishop Chad Zielinski as the fifth bishop for the Diocese of New Ulm. Then, tune in for a broadcast of the installation beginning at 1 p.m. Central, live from the Church of St. Mary, Help of Christians. All that is coming up on Tuesday. Back to you, Father. Thank you, Rachel. And we're still here with Nick Nilsson from Zambroda, and he's talking about his journey of faith and love of our Lord and and not only living our faith, but also being uh, a bit of an evangelist through your witness of prayer, your witness of, of wanting to be faithful, and that inspired your uh, soon-to-be wife uh, yeah. to say, you know what, I want to follow. I want to follow Christ, and I want to be with Nick in this endeavor. So it was great to hear you say your, the, the love that you share, and that really is the love of God, yeah. and the, how God has blessed you. So what, what does that mean to you, Nick, that you, know, you prayed, you asked God, yeah. and these events unfolded, in practical time, what, what what can you say about that uh, in any reflection? Boy, um, 
I I think <laughs> I think I it's left kinda, you speechless. It's kind of <laughs> maybe that said enough. <laughs> um, yeah, I think just growing deeper in prayer. Um, I think also too along the wave, what helped me too is you know you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people like you, um, also other fellow parishioners or friends um, in the Catholic faith that helped me along with all this. Um, I think the the real blessing was going to church with Ashley mm-hmm. together, going to church together. Um, and, you know, that when she went, we went with my family a couple times, and she just seen her family doesn't all go to church together. Mm-hmm. And she, I'm sure she probably seen, you know, that's, that's what I want in my life. Yes. You know, to go to church as a family. Yep. Um, and grow together in faith. Yep. Um, Nick, we have about 30 seconds till the show ends. And can you give one suggestion, one brief suggestion for yep. anyone out there looking for God's will for their life? What would you suggest to them? Uh, one thing that helped me was praying the rosary. Um, I actually said, said three stories before I walked in Amen. here, you know, on my ride over from Zimbroda, which is about you know, 10 minutes or whatever. And, uh, very good, Nick. That, yeah, you've I been think a great to pray be Pray to our mother. She'll help you. She will. And I, we're about to finish with the show today. A great show. I'm going to give you a blessing, everybody out there. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day, everybody, and a great week. Thanks for being with us this morning. Thank Thanks, you, Father. Nick. Thank you very much. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.